words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Hallelujah. And so this morning, I'm here to speak about the family and the nation. And this is a word that the Lord gave me during the lockdown, you know. Um, I, was in, I, was, I was praying in the middle of the night on one of, our, one of the watches that I was doing. And the Lord just dropped it in my heart. He says, Evie, the family is the seed of a nation. And he started to speak to me about God deals in seed form. You see in Genesis 1, you know, he said, let everything produce after its own kind. Everything that you are is a product of a seed. Everything that you have encountered is a product of a seed. I know that, you know, in the church we've been taught mainly about financial seed. You know, you, 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 you sow and you reap. You give an offering and you reap. However, the spiritual law, if we can grasp it, it is a fundamental law to the engagement of our lives in, in its entirety. We understand in agriculture, you, you sow rice, you reap rice. You cannot sow rice and harvest corn. You know, a dog in biology, same thing. A dog does not beget a goat. A dog begets a, a dog, right? Um, the same is for our words and our actions, which is why the Lord Jesus Christ said, Bless those that curse you. This is not the crux of the message, but we're going somewhere. He says, bless those that curse you. Why? Because he understood the principle of the seed. If you bless those that curse you, you are sowing blessing. What are you going to reap in return? Hallelujah. And so it is fundamental. You see, Lord Jesus, when, when the Lord Jesus was speaking, he understood what he was saying. Yeah, he wasn't calling us to be foolish. He was calling us to be wise, understanding this principle of sowing and reaping. Be, you know, pray for your enemies. If you're sowing a prayer, what are you doing? You're reaping a... Exactly. It is a fundamental, it has been there from the beginning of creation. I, I read the creation story and I see that it's mentioned at least 10 times. Let everything produce after its own kind. Let everything produce after its own time. Let everything produce after its own kind. And so when we begin to look at the nation, the, the Lord is saying the family is the seed of a nation. You look at the West, right? And you can see... With the West, you see the family structure. You can see that, you know, it's a very individualist, very independent family structure. Let us take Great Britain where, you know, I grew up. You can see that, you know, at the age of 16, you know, or 18, the children are considered adults. They can go and live off by themselves, you know, in the reverse. Once the children grow up <laughs> at the age of 60, 65, the parents are considered baggage and they're sent off to homes to go and live. And so we see this individualistic structure reproduced through the family system into the systems of government. We see the breakdown of marriage because everything is about me. How, what serves me? What serves the, you know, my purpose? What serves my agenda? What serves my dream? And so if a partnership with another person isn't serving my individualistic, independent ideology, I am okay to divorce. 
And so when you see the breakdown of the family system in the West, which is slowly making its way into the East, which is, you know, into Africa and it's our culture. But when you see that breakdown, you begin to see the breakdown of the nation. You begin to see the breakdown of, well, this is not what I, I don't believe that I'm a, I'm a girl. I believe that I'm a boy because it's a, it's, it's my independent view that matters. Do you, do you see this? Right. And so the Lord begins, began to speak to me about Nigeria and, and, and Africa in a whole, but Nigeria as a focus based on my experiences. And so I'm looking at the nation Nigeria at the moment and I'm saying, Father God, who are the people that are in government right now? What families did they grow up in? How is it that their mindsets were raised? We see in Nigeria, we see a structure of abject poverty. A lot of the people in government, a lot of the people in, at the forefront of government were, were raised, not just a financial poverty, but a poverty of the mind as well. We see polygamy being averse in the nation you know there's a polygamous structure in the in the home you know the man marries five six seven wives you know and even when they don't there's fatherlessness there's fatherlessness and so men grow up not understanding what it is to be a father you know women grow up not understanding what it is to have a father having to look after themselves having to nourish themselves you <laughs> you know the, the the image i got when the Lord was describing the family structure of Nigeria to me was when our mothers would cook back in the day and they would, you know, because food had to be stretched because money had to be stretched. So they would cook in a big pot and, you know, between 15 children and they would have five pots of five pieces of meat. Whoever can grab the fastest meat, that is the person that is going to. And so that same structure comes up into government leave the rice let me get up there i'm not looking to benefit anybody i'm just looking to benefit myself to have my cut of the meat right we see this so prevalent in the land we're praying for the nation we're praying father god Bring the new into Nigeria. Give us the new God. Remove, oh God, old oppressive systems. And God is like, you cannot pray for the nation and not pray for the family. You cannot ask me for the nations and not ask me for the family. You see, the family is such a critical part of the formation of a nation that we cannot ignore it. We're looking for God to do the instantaneous without looking for him to do what he, do, he does from within. He works from within. He works from the ground up. In, in June, I had a vision as we were praying for Nigeria. I had a vision of a tree being uprooted. And at the bottom of that tree, I saw things being taken out, dead roots being lifted. And that's when he began to speak to me about the family being the seed of a nation. The family being critical to the development and the improvement of the nation Nigeria and so when you're asking the Lord Lord what are you doing in Nigeria we should be asking the Lord Lord what are you doing in families Lord what are you doing in family the family reproduces the people that lead the nation the family in Nigeria we look at you know that there, there is there is you know belief systems and characters in family units that are 
it's a cross section. You can just generally see it. And I feel like this year, you know, the last time I believe I preached on this pulpit, I spoke about the new normal. I didn't understand how much I was prophesying into the accuracy of what 2020 actually has been. But I believe, you know, that the Lord stopped the world because he wants to reset the nations. And it began with families. You couldn't go out. Fathers could not go about doing their normal business. Mothers could not go about doing their normal business. We had to sit. We were forced to sit still. Many of us are still missing the, the evidence of it because I saw, you know, social media was ablaze during the, during the lockdown. Because of our, our inability to be still, we had to do stuff. So it meant like internet was shutting down because we just had to move. We had to be active. And the Lord was calling us to a stillness with him. He was calling us to a stillness with him to begin to unearth the things on the inside. So many marriages, because people were, were forced to stay at home, so many marriages, so many, were, were, they had to look at each other. They had to look, you know, we had to look at the fabric of our unions, the fabric of our families. Schools were not in session. We had to teach our children. And that was God saying something to us. He was saying, hey, 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 you are the first teachers. You are the ones that are going to set the standard. You can no longer, and we are no longer allowed. Whether or not we know it, we might, we might be, the lockdown has happened and, uh, and, 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 and is over. But whether or not we know it, we are no longer allowed to go back to life as normal. We're no longer allowed to delegate our responsibility. This goes to the church as well, especially for the church. We can't come here and be bench warmers, guys. We are ministers. As we gather, we don't come to church. We come through church. <laughs> Hallelujah. We come through church to be sent out to the world. And I'm not digressing. That word was for somebody. But coming back, we can no longer delegate our responsibility we can no longer delegate our responsibility, you know. And so God is, is working on the family. He's working on the family. He's working on the family because a new Nigeria is coming. And guess what? The new Nigeria is coming through the church. And it's not from a boastful, prideful place. The new Nigeria is coming from the church. I, I don't know if I'm preaching to myself. <laughs> but it's coming from the church. It's coming from a people, the ecclesia. Not from a people that gather to hear, but from a people that gather to be sharpened. From a people that gather to be sharpened and then to apply. Are you with me, guys? That is, the new Nigeria is in our hands. I, I want us to take, I haven't, I haven't been, and hopefully, you know, you know, by God's grace, I'll be able to be coming to church a lot more frequently because new mom things, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, glory to God. But I, I, I pray that in Ecclesia Hills, we will come together to be sharpened. 
We will come together not just to merely worship and merely pray and do the semantics as before, but to press in to the spirit of prophecy, which is the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ, to receive from God that which he has for our families, for our lives, for our nation. And then we will be sent out to do the work of the Father. Because we are a government, we must understand that. Ecclesia Hills is prophetically, prophetically named. We're a government set upon the hill of the Lord God. We, we, we've come to the, to the hill of the Lord to receive of him. And then by the time we're coming down, our faces are shining. And we're able to impact our world with the glory of God. Hallelujah. And it begins in our family system. Oh, I feel the burden of the Lord so strongly. Masara Bragalesia. Age Gananta Avra de Kunde Alibragosha. That God families, oh God, will be transformed. And so in asking the Lord, it's like, you know, uh, thank you, God. He says that the, a small one shall become a great nation. I believe that is Isaiah 60, right? So this is the principle of replication. The principle of replication. I want us to begin to look at our families. How is my family? How are, how, how, and this is not only for people that are married, by the way, because by virtue of being a, a, a Christian, by virtue of being a believer, you are a priest, a king, and a prophet over your, over your family. So this is not just for the, however, please, men of the living God, let us marry fast we are very fine sisters in the house <laughs> i would like us to do the needful because you cannot just say, eh, well i don't need to marry i'm a king and a priest and a, a prophet because i have jesus christ no it's not like that don't use that to hide behind it but truly there is a call there's a call for more there's a call for there's a call for us to begin to engage in our role in the family, in the families that we've been called to, single or married, begin to prophesy the word of God over our parents. It's so interesting because now that I'm a minister, my mom runs to me, oh, Ife, what is God saying? Okay, okay, okay. Ah, my back is paining me. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that is the authority that Jesus gives. That is the authority that those that have come before us will look to us for counsel. That's the authority that the name of Jesus gives. The power of Jesus gives. Belief in Jesus gives. So don't look at it and say, well, this message is not for me because I'm not married yet. Or I don't have a family of my own yet. The fact that you are here means you have a family. <laughs> exactly. And the fact that you are here means you have authority. And the fact that you have authority means that you can replicate after your own kind. Hallelujah. There's no time. I get a prophecy. I got a prophecy from my dad. I said, guys, we need to pray. Let's call a prayer meeting. I'm not the first, but there's a respect that is given. The spirit of the Lord is saying, this is what is going to go on about our family. Let us do this. Let us do this. Let us do this. So there is an authority that rests on the believer. And we must begin to replicate after our own kind. No longer 
can polygamy replicate itself in our homes? No longer can greed and the impoverished mindset replicate itself in our homes and in our families. No longer can self be replicated. By virtue of being a believer, there is a mandate upon you to replicate the kingdom of heaven in your home. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. And so, in understanding, you know, the family, God took me to Genesis 17. He says, when I wanted to build a nation, I called a man. I called his wife, Genesis 17. He says, Abraham, leave your father's house. Leave your mother's house. I will make you a great nation. And he led him. He led Abraham, even before they had Isaac, he led him on a faith walk, on a faith journey to, 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 to knowing who God was, to knowing who God is. Do you understand? To understanding the voice of God, to being able to trust in him. And so that when he had his son Isaac and the test came to give him up, he knew. Hebrews 11 said that he did not mind giving up his son because he knew that Lord himself would bring a sacrifice. He said it. He said, where are you going? He said, we're going yonder to worship. Isaac asked, where is the sacrifice? He said, the Lord himself will bring the sacrifice. That takes a, that, that, that illustrates and that shows the level of faith in a man that has walked with God, that knows the, that knows the nature of the God he serves. That knows the nature of the God he serves. The Lord is raising Abrahams in this season. He is raising Sarahs in this season. That have walked with him on a faith path. And Pimo, you are one of them. You are an Abraham, sir. And I'm not saying it to honor you. I say it prophetically. The Lord has called you an Abraham. A father of many. Not an exalted, but a father of many. A father of many that is able to pull up that is able to raise up, that is able to build, that sees what God calls men and calls forth what God says about them, that doesn't see the now in their situation, but sees what God has said concerning them, sees the end and calls it forth. So I just bless you with that. So I release that upon you in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you. And the Lord is saying he's raising up apostolic and prophetic families in Nigeria. Apostolic and prophetic families. In Genesis 18, which is actually my anchor scripture, I got so excited. I've almost shared almost half of my, almost half. In Genesis 18, let's go there quickly. Help me with it. Genesis 18, verses 17 to 19. Thank you. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him. <laughs> Say the Lord has known me. Amen. In order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. Hallelujah. And so this 
is the prototype of the new family that God has given. He says, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? The Lord could not hide from Abraham because Abraham was a prophet. Abraham was a prophet. He could not hide from him. A prophet is not, and that is another thing. God is breaking down this and demystifying this idea of prophetic being this person that just sits up on a mountain and doesn't come up because they know you have to stay connected, you know? And thus says the Lord. The prophetic is being a friend of God. Having your heart to, to, the, to, the, to the, having your ears to the heart of the Father and being able to translate what he's saying per time and per season. It is not something that is obscure and, and far-fetched. And so God could not hide from Abraham what he was doing. He was set to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, but he said, no, I can't hide it from Abraham. I, have, I must pass through. That is, another, that is another law of God that he doesn't. He says that the Lord does not do anything except he first reveals it to his prophets. And so the Lord is, is raising up prophetic people. And that is why in this season, we cannot afford to not hear God for ourselves. We can't. We don't look to the man of God. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. Hallelujah. You are his sheep. You hear his voice. You understand what he's saying. The spirit of discernment is on the inside of you. You have the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I will not leave you helpless. And so you have that. You have that as a, as a believer in God. You have that on the inside of you. And verse 18 says, which is the, is the crux. Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. But verse 19, it says, for I have known him. You see, uh, to know God, it's, it's one thing for you to know God. is another thing for God to know you. <laughs> God is looking for a people he can trust. It's one thing for you to know God. It's another thing for God to know you. He's looking for a people he can trust. Because the things and the secrets and the downloads of God, the mantles that he is set to release in this finishing hour is like never before. Unprecedented. He needs to know that we can teach our children. We're not going to delegate it to Sunday school. We can't even afford it. Let me not get there yet because that's another part of my message. God is entrusting us with the job of making our homes a habitation of the Lord. A spiritual hub where transformation happens. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me to download this. Help me to relate this. Masha Alice la Siode. Rega Santa Labashke Zananta Labradosa. And so in COVID, when he stopped church, it's so that we will stop seeing church as Sunday, Sunday medicine. We will start seeing him. Father, what are you doing now? What are you doing per time? I loved it. I loved We were meeting. We were on fire. I love Ecclesia Hills, man. We're a church like no other. We are different. <laughs> we don't say this to be boastful, but it's just the truth. <laughs> it's just the truth. <laughs> Hallelujah. We were on fire. We were downloading what the Lord had for the nation and for ourselves per time and per season. 
because you see we cannot delegate or relegate the responsibility the new the new wineskin church and the new the new believe the believer period is not to relegate their responsibility to the pastor it's not to say ah pastor mo please pray for me sir yes pray with me sir pray for me there's a place for the pastoral but do you know what there's a place for you to also receive from god there's a place for you to say father god give me this he needs to know you god needs to trust you so that you can walk with him he needs to know that you know what they're going to lead the children in the way that they should go generation alpha their problem is not <laughs> what we face oh. there's this generation have you guys heard of generation alpha yeah after generation x z after generation z there's generation alpha yes the ones that we are that we are parents to at the moment <laughs> what we think generation z is facing generation alpha is set for a new form. there's a new agenda of darkness by the enemy that has been we do cannot understand it we cannot understand it i was at a vigil on friday and one of the people there were telling me that for generation alpha there's going to be a pre-truth and post-truth that there's a truth that their truth is the truth that they know so if they wake up one morning and say i am a day they will say day 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 clap for you you are a day please come in the demonic is going to reign so strongly and so god is looking for a people that he knows because i'm sorry to say who built the ark Noah, Noah is not going to suffice for our children it's not going to suffice for our children there must be a training in the daily operations of our homes that are preparing our children for the world that they are going to go in and it is with a partnering with the holy spirit it is not a sunday sunday go to sunday sunday school is there please i'm not dismissing it but there is a training what our children are going to face we have never in fact our minds are unable to fathom it the agenda for the enemy in this finishing time but i thank the lord because he has given us a joker hallelujah there is redemption in god in our families oh hallelujah he has released light an abundance of light has been released into the destinies of our children because they were born in zion because they were born in zion and so if you have you know that's that's another thing i want to i want to i want to tell you you know we must begin to operate as prophetic people truly even now in the natural your daughter wakes up did you dream what is the lord saying to you what do you think the holy spirit is saying the holy spirit is their inheritance so you don't have to wait for them to come up and 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 give their life to christ to be born again the Holy Spirit is their inheritance. Hallelujah. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? What did you what did you dream? Oh, really? Okay. Begin to train them in the way of healings. Mommy, I have a headache. Come, let's pray. Because this thing must be a fabric of their being. Mommy, I bang my, my hand in the door. Let us pray. Pain be gone in Jesus' name. Amen.
they're walking they're like okay begin to teach them prophetic evangelism begin to solidify because that is what will speak for them when they begin to go out that is what will speak that seed that we are sowing is what will speak for them when they go out this is what I mean by God is raising prophetic and apostolic families not families that are relegating their responsibility to the teacher because the teacher has nothing we must take the lessons we learned from COVID and apply them now that the world has opened up. We can no longer afford to take that back seat to be lazy. Just as you are teaching your child to read, begin to teach them how to read the Bible. Because if they can read the in their nursery book, they can read the in the Bible. Hallelujah. <laughs> if they can sing Incy Wincy Spider, they can sing not even who built the ark. They can begin to sing Awake my soul and sing. They can sing spirit-filled songs that will speak for them, that will arise and, 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 and answer the enemy at the gate. That is what the, the Bible says. It says out of the mouths of babes and sucklings, the Lord has released praise so that they may answer the enemies at the gate. The enemies at the gate are mighty. But our God is mightier. Hallelujah. Our God is so much mightier. And he's releasing. You see, in this season, because I began to, I began to ask the Lord, God, what are you doing? What are you doing? We see the agenda of the enemy because he reveals to redeem, right? And say, so, Father God, what are you doing? What are you doing in families? What are you doing, Lord? And he says, I'm healing parents. Because it begins with from us. I'm healing people. I'm healing parents. I'm elevating vision. I'm restoring them back to sonship. God has been speaking to me about sonship for the last seven months. I'm restoring back to sonship. Those of us that are in the church, you see, there is a fallacy that we have unfortunately... Uh, taken up which is that the more you do for God the more happy he is with you that's not true that's not true God desires companionship beyond anything else he desires your heart he desires you he wants to fellowship with you the Lord was speaking to me about the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit I was sharing at the vigil on, on Friday that there was a time where I was doing so much. And the Lord was just like, Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> and, and the moment I sat still, the first thing the Spirit of God said to me was, I have missed you. He desires to fellowship with us. He doesn't want us to replicate fatherlessness. He doesn't want us to replicate the orphan spirit. And this is another message for another day. I'm, we're going to dig deeper into that. Because orphans raise orphans. Even in the kingdom, orphans raise orphans. And sons raise sons. God wants to be is restoring identity. He's restoring identity. That we begin to know 
who we are in him. Who we are, not what we do. Who we are, not what we do. Because there is a condemnation that the premise of what you do for God validates you. So when you, there's a condemnation that can be attached to that. So when you're not doing that much for God, you can feel like I'm not validated by my father. But he validates you. He validates you just as you are. He validates you just as you are. Surrender to him is not from a place of force, but from a place of love. God wants to break the back of performance from him. <laughs> to simplify prayer. To simplify prayer. In little things, just like well, our prayer does not have to be super verbose and super. He's just, he's teaching me the, the beauty of simple prayer one statement one line and you're just like oh god you can't sound like this <laughs> giving me prophecies in the shower <laughs> i'm not having to press in he's like look here let's undo this he's excavating years of religion he's excavating it breaking the hold of I had a vision I told my husband you know there was one morning at 4am you know in a dream one of my prayer partners spoke to me she said wake up the Lord wants to speak to you and so I woke up and I was thinking oh God God is going to do something he wants to talk to me about Nigeria because the Lord has really been speaking to me about the nation you know I'm like yeah God wants to you know do something this morning and so I wake up and I'm 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 praying and I'm rocking the baby as I do you know and I saw a vision and it was about me I was like oh lord you want to deal with me this morning <laughs> and I began to repent I began to repent for partnering with the spirit of religion unbeknownst to us we partner with that spirit so frequently we don't know it unless the lord opens our eyes to see it we are unable to see how we partner with the spirit of religion and approach God and he's saying that is an unclean spirit that spirit is not of me I desire relationship that is why I died I desire relationship and in that moment that day over a 16 hour period God broke the back of performance over my life completely he broke the back of performance where I don't have to come before him and like I say, Jay-Z for Jesus. <laughs> I don't have to come before him and, and do a fantastic, you know, uh, anything. It's just him. It's him. I am his. He's my father. And I didn't plan to, to, to hammer on this point today, but I know that it's for somebody. God is delivering us from the orphan spirit in our families, in raising our children, in relating to our, our parents and our siblings. God is releasing us from that orphan spirit. The orphan spirit feels the need to, 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 to compete because there's no security in the love of God, in the love of the Father. The orphan spirit feels the need to compete. So even in ministry, we see it and it's like, oh, okay, this person seems like, you know, they're doing a lot for God. Once again, that performance mindset, but hampering upon it is that competition mindset. Okay, then let me do my own, you know. 
However, a son is happy with his part. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, you are a son. <laughs> we know this, people. You are a son. A son is happy with his part. A son loves himself like the father loves him. A son does not look at himself and say, "Ah, how about ah, if I can just be like Zena? The way that she administers in Ecclesia is fantastic. Let me just be like her, Lord. And God is saying, no. Love yourself as I love you. Be happy with what I have given you. That's another angle of the orphan spirit that the Lord is breaking us off of. The Lord is breaking off performance. He's breaking off competition. The Lord is breaking off rebellion. <laughs> and these are just the three tenets. I'm sure that there's so much more in the orphan spirit that the Lord is showing me. But rebellion is another symptom of the orphan spirit. The I can do bad all by myself. And so the Holy Spirit gives you a nudging and you're like, mm -mm, it's not mm -mm. Holy Spirit, I'm coming. It's, it's, it's rooted in, I've had to look after myself for so long. <laughs> okay, so there's something that's happened. <laughs> you know, I've had to look after myself for so long. I haven't had a father. I don't have a father. My decisions are the best decisions I know that I can lean on. That's what rebellion is. We think that rebellion is that full-blown sinful life in the club doing the he ho ha ha no it's not like that it's not like that <laughs> rebellion is just a gentle the holy spirit is talking to you and you're just quenching him oh yes he's he's nudging you to do this and you're like i'm coming i'm coming delayed obedience is disobedience <laughs> delayed obedience is disobedience and so god is purging us off of that because orphans can no longer raise orphans and this is because the Lord is bringing us to a new Nigeria it all starts in the family it all starts with us it all starts in our units in the, the culture we cultivate in our homes the atmosphere we administer over our children over our family members, over our siblings, over our, our fathers, our mothers. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> the Lord is breaking the fear of man. He just told me, he said that that's another tenet, that's another symptom of the orphan spirit. Because a child knows the opinion of his father is the is the best. You should see my son and my husband. In fact, is I did a I did something. I don't even know. It's me that it's me that did myself. <laughs> I sold them and co for their trad. So whenever whenever my husband wears his trad, my son, I want to wear my own too. You know, I want to look like my dad. I want to look like my dad. And so, but what the fear of man does is, I want to look like this man, not my dad. I want to say what this man will find appealing, not my dad. Are you understanding? He's breaking off the orphan spirit. He's breaking off the orphan spirit. He's bringing us into sonship. 
He's bringing us into sonship. He's restoring identity. Oh, There's someone here, the Lord is saying, there's no condemnation in me. There's no condemnation in me. We thank you, God, for the word this morning. We thank you because we're being brought into our true identity as sons, oh God. We thank you because you're restoring marriages. You're renewing marriages again. We thank you because you are elevating, oh God, vision. You are giving us, oh God, new sight, new vision, oh God. Begin to just receive elevated vision from God for your family, for your nation. Begin to receive elevated vision that you will not receive that you don't you don't you nothing that the fathers have handed down to you hitherto it applies you receive the vision of god over you in the name of jesus you receive unprecedented insight you receive revelation knowledge as it pertains to yourself as it pertains to your family as it pertains to the raising up of your children as it pertains to lifting and, and the building up of your wife as it pertains to submitting to your husband the lord is renewing family members he is renewing families he's renewing marriages he is restoring marriages god is interested in the salvation of your soul he is interested in saving you even unto the uttermost and so we just submit ourselves to you oh god we submit ourselves to your leading we submit ourselves to your working oh god we declare over us oh god the restoration of sonship the restoration of sonship the restoration of identity that we may oh god begin to be known by you that you will be known by you oh god that we may command our children, O oh God, in your ways. That we may fashion our children according to your precepts, O oh God. That our households will be formed after you. Our households, our households, our family members, our parents, our siblings, begin to pray for them. Let us pray for our family members. Let us let us labor for their salvation. Let us labor for the salvation of our parents. Let us labor for the salvation of our brothers. Let us labor for the salvation of our sisters. That in, in this in this family, 
received of God. We declare it over ourselves in the name of Jesus. I am a son. 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 I am a son after the like manner of Christ. Begin to say that over yourself. Confess it over yourself. I am a son. I am a son. I am known by my father. He entrusts into me precepts and keys for the salvation of my family. I am a son. I am restored in my duty as a king, in my duty as a priest, in my duty as a prophet over my family that the kingdom of God is established by virtue of my existence and my family the kingdom of God is established the kingdom of God reigns in my family I shall teach my children in the way of the Lord I shall teach my parents in the way of the Lord I shall lead them in the way everlasting for the sake of my nation Father God, we just thank you for the work that you are doing in this space. We thank you for the work that you are doing in our families, oh God. We thank you for the work that you are doing in our families, the restorative work, the work of renewal, the work of revival, oh God. We thank you, We thank you, God, for you are moving in an unprecedented way. I see the Lord dropping keys. This is the second time I'm seeing this vision. I see the Lord dropping keys into people hands and he's saying these are ancient keys he's saying these are keys that you have received from me that you will be able to unlock unprecedented doors to parenting strategy for parenting strategy for parenting the Lord is releasing it into our hands thank you God for ancient keys ancient precepts that we may raise the generation ahead of us in the way of the Lord that we will train them in the way that they should go so that when they're old they will not depart from it in the name of Jesus thank you God and finally I want us to pray for the church in Nigeria I want us to pray that truly he will brood over us that truly you see we are an ecclesia we are a government the Bible says that and the government shall rest upon his shoulder he was talking about us that we are a, a people that the Lord is to exact his principles and his ordinances through and so I want us to pray for the church in Nigeria because we don't we're no longer going to come to church we're going to come through church we're going to begin to do all that the Lord has done or all that the Lord has done in heaven we begin to exact it on earth as his government we begin to establish it in our families we begin to establish it in our nations and so let us begin to pray for Nigeria let's pray for the church in the nation let's pray for the church in the south let's pray for the church in the north that the Lord God will reestablish establish his ecclesia that the Lord God will establish his government that we will be equipped we will be equipped we will be equipped for the world on the outside that truly we will touch our world
We will touch our world for God. With this new elevated vision, with this new on, uh, uh, insight and revelation, we will touch our world for God. We will leave imprints of the kingdom wherever we go. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. And so, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for such an awesome time in your presence. We thank you, God, for the keys that have been released into our hands, oh God. Ancient wisdom for family building and nation building, oh God. We thank you for restoration and revival and renewal. We thank you, Father God, for the family units in this house, oh God. We thank you, Jesus, for light that has been released today by virtue of the utterance of your word. Oh, my soul, Shatan and Anase, we worship you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org. 